this is Connor Lindback, owner of the Coon Squad, 2016 Flog Champion, and you're listening to the Flogcast Network. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Yes, to the Flogcast Network. Jay Ruff in the house today. Just a normal Thursday. Actually, no, I take that back. It is not normal anymore. It is Thursday. That only means Mr. TC is joining me today from the great state of Washington today, not California. He is in Washington. TC, how is Washington? Mr. Ruff, thank you for having me on the show on this fine Thursday morning, afternoon, Mm. depending on where you're at, but Washington Mm. State. Let me tell you, I've only been here for a day, and I'm already in love with it. And oh boy, I'm just excited to see what this Fourth uh, of July weekend brings for me. You know, I'm ready to get some fireworks blowing up in the sky in my eyes, mm-hmm. and to have some good time, make some memories with my friends. But before I do all that, I'm here on the Vlogcast Network because we are. are going to talk to you all about some very important stuff, and you want to listen to this because it's. It's important, like I said Absolutely. just two seconds ago. Absolutely. We are, we're doing the running back. It's the running back day. Brand new month starting uh, in July now, so July 1st. Uh, we're getting closer and closer, TC, uh, to, to that month, uh, the fantasy football uh, draft day. And normally it happens in, in August, correct? Yeah, I think that's yeah. when we have it towards the end there. So. But today is the running back day. It's a running back kind of day. Um, and you have, a, you know, a few running backs yourself just on your team. Uh, yeah, just a few, them. you know. Just a few. You're a running back kind of guy. So, I, you know, felt like it would be good to throw you in the running back uh, episode. Now, today, just going, starting it off, uh, TC, uh, last year at this time, I had Scotty with me. Uh, I cut him. He's fired. Uh, from the Scott. See you, Scott. <laughs> no, but so we went through last year. Uh, you know, a couple just going through real quick. A couple of uh, what me and Scotty had. Of course, we had McCaffrey and Barkley one and two, and we all know how that ended up. Neither of those guys were on the top. Um, but, you know, McCaffrey. Like I said, we we both had number one, uh, but Camara. Ended up number one, of course, TC, another guy that you have on your team. He finished first and uh, half PPR last year. Um, and how do you – so Kamara and then Henry, number two. Me and Scotty had Henry in the top five. We had him uh, actually number five, the bus. Uh, and then uh, Dalvin Cook finished third. Um, I had Dalvin Cook six. Scotty had him seventh. Um, and then after – it's a little funky. Uh, Aaron Jones ended up finish, finishing fourth. Me and Scotty both had him outside the top ten. Had him eleventh. Uh, Scotty actually had him in one of the duds uh, of this company of last year. He finished. Fourth. He did very well uh, behind the great Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and then some other guys, you know. Uh, Nick Chubb finished ninth. We had him around sixth or seventh. And the majority of these guys uh, fell because of injury. Um, Joe Mixon being one of them, of course, McCaffrey and Barkley out there. Um, and, yeah, any of those catch your eye? It's, it's of course, kind yeah, of interesting. Elliot, <laughs> I didn't include Elliot in there. Elliot fell. He finished 11th, but we had him fourth. Yeah, it's kind of interesting the what you're telling me so far because it seems like a lot of, you know, the the top ten you guys, you know, you didn't really have that much faith in them to finish higher than they did. Um, I can right. see why. Um, last year we didn't have enough information to give them a higher ranking, and uh, so that's what happened. And then you know with the injuries, a lot of injuries with uh, you know with Sequan and Christian McCaffrey and then Elliot. He didn't get injured himself, but, you know, there was just some things going on around him that were outside of his control. And it was as right. a result, he, he didn't quite have the season that he was hoping to have. So, you know, that's fantasy football right there, folks. Mm-hmm. That is what it is. You you pick your studs and you want them to take you far and you really hope and pray for no injuries. 
And, you know, that didn't happen to very much because there was a lot last year. It, it was it was pretty weird. Um, uh, be, you know, speaking of weird, David Montgomery finishing in our league, half PBR, finishing fourth uh, in, in the running backs, which is a little wild. Uh, you know, of course, we had some, you know, surprising guys, James Robinson being one of them in there in the top ten. We had two Cleveland Brown running backs in the top 10 as well, Chubb and Hunt. Um, it, it was just, you know, and of course, Barkley and McCaffrey, like I mentioned, they were not in the top 10, of course, due to injury, but it's still weird to say that, um, them not being in there. Uh, this year, uh, we, we will see, um, we will go through our top 10, TC, of course. I have my own list. You have your own list. We got a couple of breakouts. Uh, guys who we think they're going to break out. We have a couple of duds who we think they're the bucket. Um, so, TC, uh, we'll start with you mainly because of the fact that I, I, I'm pretty sure we know what that number one's going to be. Um, I have the similar kind of guy. Who do you have? Number one, ranking who you think is going to finish first uh, this year. There can only be – one, number one, and that is Christian McCaffrey, folks. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now, the thing <laughs> with him is, you know, we, I got two great games out of him last year, year uh, the first and second game, and that was awesome. I was so excited, and then the injury came, and then they just kept extending the deadline for when he was going to return, and you know what? I'm happy now that that year – the, the, this new year is about to start, so I can get back to being hopeful for him to, to come in and play the whole season because last year it was rough not having your number one superstar on your team. You know, I went to the, the fantasy football championship with, like, mm, so I had mm. four out of, like, my starters injured big time. Right. And he was one of them. If I just had him, you know, things would have been different. I was lucky to be in the championship, I'll tell you that much. But still, mm-hmm. it stings nonetheless. But CMC right. is hands down number one, and we know why. Because he's Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I do have him number one as well. But let me ask you this, TC. Um, I think this is a normal question, I guess. <clears throat> Them getting new quarterback, as we all know, uh, the Carolina Panthers uh, picked up the you know, uh, Sam Darnold. Um, who, did, uh, of course, did not have a good start with the New York Jets, which I don't blame him. Uh, being being in New York, there uh, different team. Uh, I think he will. I think he was better than what he showed the, the last couple of years uh, in New York. Christian McCaffrey being a uh, receiving back mostly. Does that hurt McCaffrey? Help McCaffrey? What do you think? No, it doesn't hurt him. Do you know who Christian McCaffrey's quarterback was when he finished number one and broke all those records? Kyle Allen. Kyle yeah, Allen, yeah. I have all the faith that CMC is that team right now. I mean, and Darnold is a little bit of an up, upgrade uh, than Kyle Allen, I do believe. I believe so, too. <laughs> and, you know, if, if they can get him to check down uh, to the running back to see if that's open, um, I think there's going to be a lot of that. There's going to be a safety net with CMC there. To have a good running back is, is such a weight off the quarterback's shoulders. Because especially with this guy, this this special talent, um, he just makes things happen. He hits the holes. He makes the cuts. He makes people miss. He's everything you look for in a, in a fantasy back, you know. And mm-hmm. and I like I like Sam Darnold. I think being um, you know, him being a Jet for the first few years of his career, playing under Adam Gase is just it, it, that's what hurt him. You know, that is what brought him down because you could watch him play and he he can throw the ball well. He can move mm-hmm. well. He can, except for when he was playing the Patriots defense and he was seeing ghosts. Generally, you know, I feel like he could do more than what he was showing. But yeah, I think now he's right. got a new team. He's got some new life. He's got some great players behind him. And I can't wait to see what Christian McCaffrey gets and can do with this new Panthers QB. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see it being concerning at all. I think. Sam Darn- of course, it's not a quarterback episode, but Sam Darnold um, will take a, another step forward. I mean, he'll take a step forward 
uh, his his fourth year on a brand new team, and and heck, a ten times better running back in Christian McCaffrey, which which will definitely help his yards, you would think, uh, than yeah. previous years. So, all right, safe to say, Chris McCaffrey number one. Who do you got number two? This one is a little tough to call, but I'm going with Dalvin Cook as number two right now. Okay. Um, okay. And. What about you? What, what we we part ways already. Two second oh. pick, we part ways. Now Dalvin Cook, of course, uh, highly considered. I you know I consider him number two, but I did put Derrick Henry number three. Um, I think you know with Derrick Henry last year, uh, just you being put that, Derrick Henry where? Oh, I'm sorry, number two. What I say, number three. Okay, I put Derrick Henry number two, Dalvin Cook number three. Um, so I had Dalvin Cook right behind uh, right there. Um, why you? Why do you got Henry at number two? What's what? What, what puts him up there for you? Dude, I mean, it, the dude is just a complete. I mean, watching him last year was just absolutely insane. And of, of course, yes, he he is now twenty seven years old, uh, but he has not shown any anything at all of slowing down. Uh, no regression, huh? He, I mean, he has man, and I I do believe that what you know. The goal line, him just being a, a physical animal at, at the red zone. I, I just feel like he will have more touchdowns. Um, heck, yeah. You think he'll have more touchdowns? Yeah. No, I mean, you know Dalvin Cook. Sorry. More touchdowns. Oh, okay. Than um, I thought you were saying, like, more than he did last year. No, more touchdowns than Dalvin Cook. Um, okay. Which, heck, it's going to be close. But I do believe that in Derrick Henry is, is by far, I mean, not by far, but it's very, very, safe second pack and then Dalvin Cook right behind him. Yeah, well, I got Dalvin Cook at number two because and, – and Henry's not even my number three right now. Mm. Um, I have Dalvin Cook at number two and then Alvin Kamara at number three. And the only reason I have Dalvin Cook over Alvin Kamara is because of Alvin Kamara's situation at quarterback. I am not confident in Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston – to get the ball to Alvin Kamara like Drew Brees did. Um, Dalvin Cook is on a, a pretty decent enough offense, but he he is just – I don't know. He was sh- he had some really good games last year. He showed some real natural running back skills. Of course he did. He's, he's in the top ten in the fantasy rankings. But, but I think because of his situation, they, that team has been working together – um, I guess I didn't check too much on the offensive line, but if it got worse, then, you know, he might regress a little bit. But I still think that with Thielen and Jefferson, you know, you've got those those wide outs to, to take pressure off the middle, and he's going to be able to be checked down back. He's going to be able to be three down back. He's going to get the ball. He's going to get volume. He's going to make things happen. And I think we can plan to see that from Dalvin Cook. And then my number three with Kamara and the only reason he's number three is because that big question mark at the QB situation. I'm very uncertain about that. Now, right, granted, right. granted, Alvin Kamara being on my team, you know, I want to put him at number two, but I can't just say, oh, number two and disregard any other kind of aspect of what you need to look at when you're ranking these running backs. So um, it hurts me to say it, that he's got to be number three behind somebody else's keeper, but I just think that's the way to go. Um, right, Alvin Kamara right. number three. I mean, so I, I kind of did the same thing uh, similar to UTC with two and three, but with Kamara, but I moved, I, I, I pushed him to four because of the reason why you said um, in New Orleans there, quarterback. Uh, but with going back to Dalvin Cook, I had him number three. Uh, it, it's crazy to look at Dalvin Cook, and of course he, he's been in the league for four years now, approaching his fifth year. And he has not yet, as we all know, has not yet completed a full season playing every single game. Last year, he missed two. And still, with missing two games, he had 16 touchdowns. He had 62 more carry attempts than he did the previous year. Uh, And, dude, he had 1,557 yards. Uh, last year, that's, I mean, uh, in the year before, he had he had 400 less. Uh, and so, I mean, is it a, is it a thing where, like, yeah, he missed two games. I don't, 
I still think, I mean, I think they did that. I don't know if he missed, uh, you know, off the top of my head, I can't remember if he missed those games because of injury or, or what the case might have been there. Um, but it, it's, if he, heck, if he, would have, if he plays the full season, those numbers will go higher. Um, and it's crazy. Dalvin Cook is a very, very, very good running back. I, I think he's kind of like underrated it, it, as wild as that, as that might sound. Yeah, he does have this little bit of underratedness to him. I'm, it might be like the the hype train, you know. You know when when people and especially fantasy owners and we get all these fantasy podcasts and all these people talking fantasy stats because that's what us normal people do when we watch NFL. We mm, play fantasy mm. because we want to be a part of the game. And he's kind of like sneaky good. He's not like this big personality that's like talked that's being talked to all the time. And part of that could be because he's on the Vikings. Um, and that name just doesn't inspire confidence, which is right. another thing. I think why Justin Jefferson was kind of an outlier as well, or they've got like these skill players that are kind of, you, you don't really hear about all the time. You do, you do hear about is how Kirk Cousins just ain't that great. And he can't handle the, the big time pressure moments, but you know, that whole stratosphere of uh, media around him isn't like, as big as it is around Derrick Henry or Alvin Kamara or even Christian McCaffrey. So that is part of the why, reason why I think he is kind of flown in under the radar. But nonetheless, if you were a true fantasy football player and owner, you know that he's good and you know that he's coming off the board, either one, two or three. Right. Yeah. And with, with Kamara, I had him number four. Of course he finished, like I mentioned, he finished first last year, uh, mainly, because of his his legs on the ground, uh, he had 16. Uh, heck, we're you know we're talking about all these these running backs with with, with Henry and Cook scoring all these touchdowns. Camaro's right there with also with 16. And dude, that's 16 touchdowns. That is so many. Uh, and still him having uh, under 1,000 yards. Like he didn't have. A he is yards. efficient. He that's what makes him great. It's. He, like especially especially the last you know the the championship uh fantasy football week where he went off and scored six touchdowns like that really inflated mm. his numbers but sure. <laughs> but i mean we saw plays I, I can't remember i think it was against the packers where he had this like 61 yard run where he wasn't running full speed he let the he let his blockers catch up to him and he read the field correctly the the reason alvin Kamara is so good is because of his vision and ability to get into space and use the space to his advantage. And he's not like that guy that's going to bulldoze over someone. And he's, he's shifty. He's cat-like and he's patient. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, that's, that's what writes him, writes him on the board right there for me. Like those, those qualities. Absolutely. I mean, those, those four are very, (laughs) if you have one of those guys, uh, you should be happy. And of course you have two of them. So, <laughs> yes, sir. That's so, yes, sir. So we only had one the same, uh, but still the four the same guys, just different order. I had McCaffrey, Henry, Cook, Camara. You had McCaffrey, Cook, Camara, Henry. Uh, yes. Number five, who do you have here? Now, you could go many ways, I believe. Um, but what do you, who do you have number five? My number five is the Saquon Barkley because. Mm-hmm. I feel like he he should have been top five last year or has the ability to always be top five. But the injury, you know, like – and I want to put him here because I want to give him this chance to prove that he's still got it. But also he's coming off an ACL injury. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm a little questioning, uh, you know, how he's going to rea- react to that and what's going to happen. Um, so I, I see the potential there. I'm not confident enough to put him before five, but I also know that his natural ability is far and away better than, you know, the other five that are on this uh, top 10 for me. Right. So I, you know, it, it's, again, it's so wild. Uh, one year makes what the difference one year makes. I do not have Barkley number five. It's, it's why I don't have Barkley in the top five. What in tarnation is going on? I, I just said that out loud, and it's wild. But, you know, with what you said, him having that injury uh, in ACL, that, you know, that he's at time. I mean, heck, he is only 24, but that is not the funnest injury to recover from. Um, no. and, but with Barkley, I do believe he'll be all right. 
Um, but I, I just have another guy ahead of him. I have Barkley number six, and we'll go over that later. But I, you know, it, it's it, I just don't. I I, I do believe I, I have Elliot number five. I have yeah. You know, Elliot once you started five. talking. Once you were like rambling on to there about why you don't have him at number five, I knew you had Ezekiel Elliott number five because you have him on your team. That definitely mm-hmm. helps put him in that position. But let me ask you this: You really think he's going to be he's going to be a, a top five back with with Dak and then those three wide receivers? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, heck, you look at his games. When did Ezekiel Elliott get out of his funk? When last year? Uh, I don't know. One, ever was, did he ever was, get out of his funk? It was, absolutely. He heck, he really went down the tube after Dak Prescott went out. Uh, oh, I thought you he, meant like when he wasn't funky. Oh, you're saying like when he started getting funky was when yeah. Dak went down. Yeah, that's yeah, that's went, that's obvious. Yeah, when Dak and, went down, the whole team kind of went. And I think Dak will do well. And we talked about it in last the quarterback episode with Q. Uh, I think what Dak will. You go back to himself, and then so will Elliot. And Elliot's numbers, I think, uh, heck, he he had, he had a, uh, you know, he missed a game, but heck, man, he he had a the by far his worst year, and he was just shy under a thousand six touchdowns. I think those numbers will skyrocket, and he finished eleventh with you know him having a bad year. I think he'll yeah, be that's... the top five running back still. That's not bad at all. Like when you have a down year and you finish running back eleven. Like, I can handle that because that's not so bad. It really isn't. And he didn't get injured and get, like, you know, and and, and get no points for you at all. So that's good. But you, when, right. you're, when your star QB kind of, you know, breaks his ankle, it's hard to – unless you're Christian McCaffrey playing with Kyle Allen, it's hard to be a top five running back. You know, it's, things happen. It's, that's the fantasy world that we're living in today. I know, man. It's funky, huh? Yeah, so I have Ezekiel Elliott at number – I won't tell you yet because I Don't think tell we have me. to go to our break, right? We got to go to break. We got to go to break, and we will leave the the customers, the uh, the listeners on their toes on the edge of the sea wanting to know TC where is Elliott on his list. TC, we'll be right back. Is your hair so long it gets in your face while you drive? Is your beard so long it gets in your mouth while you eat food? Well, it's time to visit Boar's Head Barbershop located in Rochester, Indiana. They specialize in wide variety of men's hairstyles, facial hair design, and shaving services. Their goal is to bring their client a more specialized and enjoyable experience in their barbershop. All services are performed by a professional barber in Seth Maines and Matt Frank. They are located next to Webb's Pharmacy on the west side of Main Street in Rochester, Indiana. So please your loved ones today by joining Boar's Head Barbershop in Rochester, Indiana. Alrighty, welcome back, TC. We're waiting patiently figure out uh, who your number six is and who, where, you know, Elliot is on your list. You got number six. Well, Mr. Ruff, you're not going to have to wait very long because my number (laughs) six is Ezekiel Elliott. That makes sense. I think that he will have a bounce back year and he'll, he won't quite crack the top five, but that's really hard to do with the quite, with the talent that he has in front of him. Uh, But I think he's going to have a good year this year. And if he stays healthy and the Cowboys can get their stuff together and he's got a great offensive line and, and hope, well, what we hope is that it's not such a lopsided game that it just has to re- result to a shootout. Because if your defense can't play the defense and the other team starts scoring, it's hard to run the ball. Um, so, but we know, we know with Dak Prescott and that wide receiver, they can, they can strike fast and get that touchdown to catch up, to even the score, and then start leaning on their backs again. Um, so I think Ezekiel is going to have a nice year. He's going to come in at number six. Okay, here's a question for you, TC. I should have asked this uh, to Q yesterday in a quarterback episode, but I did not. Out of that top five we just had, so that's, of course, mine, you know, 
uh, Minasine Elliott that you just added, number six. So McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara, Henry, and Barkley. Out of those five, who do you think is uh, probably, if you could pick one, to slide out of that top five? To slide out of it, it'll it'll probably uh, Barkley. It's just because I'm I'm uncertain. Uh, it's my uncertainty with him. I think with the other four, uh, in, in even coming off an injury with Christian McCaffrey, I still think he's just so dynamic. And the less he's on my team, that I, I can't have him anywhere else but number one. But but Barkley, uh, but between like my five, six, and seven are are really close. And the reason I have Barkley and Elliott are there because. They've proven themselves to be top three running backs in mm-hmm. previous years. So, um, if if someone was to slide out, it would be Barkley, and you know it's kind of interchangeable with my five, six, and seven. Right, right, and of course my six is uh, Barkley. Um, so we just switched five and six there. Who is your number seven? Moving along here, my number seven is Austin Eckler. Holy moly! Whoa! Did not see that coming. Shock the world. I like him. I really do. You know why? I don't even have him in my top ten. What? I don't have him in my top ten. I have him. I have him number eleven. Oh my, Jiminy Jonas! But I do not have him number in in my top ten. You probably got some bum instead. Oh no! 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 I have some other guys that 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 are. I believe that are just better than Eckler. But why do you have him so high? Because I really like what the Chargers offense is doing right now. I, I really trust the system that he's in. I really tr- I I like um I really like Justin Herbert as a QB. Um we the, the Chargers kind of surprised everyone last year. Um and now granted that was when they just threw Herbert in and he just started lighting people up. Um that gives me hope that the confidence of a young QB will spread throughout his team. And, and Eckler, you know, not having the year that he wanted with the injuries going on, I think he's going to have a bounce-back year, and I think he's going to um, he's going to be top 10. And, you know, anybody who has Austin Eckler, and he's not even technically a keeper right now. Wait, is he a keeper? Yeah, he, yeah, he Did is. Did Scott get him? Yeah, Scott got him. And, and, and oh, number one Ridley. Pick, so, okay. Yeah, so he's going to be a keeper for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I just like the system. So like, it's not when when I'm looking at these these rankings, it's not just on the running backs' ability because there are very talented backs that could be as good or better than Austin Eckler that aren't in his position. But I like the situation and what he is uh, and what he what's around him right now. Um. Well, I mean, I I'm not going to say I disagree. Um, I do believe. I do believe that he's he's a little bit high um, on your list there. But, you know, if you think about it, I mean, you got even his backups, the guys behind him on top of my head. I mean, you got, I think Jackson's still there, Justin Jackson, Joshua Kelly. I mean, guys that aren't, you know, attractive. Um, so, I mean, Eckler's got that going for him. And Herbert coming along. I mean, again, I had him right behind uh, the top ten. I had him in number 11. Um but so we'll, we'll, he easily could get in the top 10. I mean, don't get me wrong. He could. Uh, we'll see. I got number – my number seven is sticking with my team. I got Mr. Nicholas Chubb. Nick Chubb. That's, that's not bad. That's not a bad uh, – it's not a bad seven. He's very talented. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know who doesn't have to split carries like Nick Chubb does? Yeah. Austin yeah. Eckler. Well, heck, it didn't, it, didn't have, it didn't freaking hurt him last year. Well, what did he finish last year? Last year he finished ninth. Oh, and, okay. Uh, and, missed, and, and Hunt finished tenth. Yeah, and he fin he missed four games. Missing four games, still had over a thousand yards, still had twelve touchdowns with four games m- missing there. Um, and it also, think, though, the Browns were they started rolling too. Like they the, did. They're, their running situation is scary right now. Like they've got literally they've got two. Two top ten running backs. Mm-hmm. Like that's insane to even say that that's a possibility, but they have it. And like I can see why you have him there, but because of the in- because of the fact that they have Kareem Hunt, also that's going to be some split carries. That's going to be some 
uh, some work taken away from him. But I'm not knocking his ability because I think he, if Kareem Hunt wasn't there, I think Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb would be like in my top six at least. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, uh, with of course, you know, like I said, with Hunt uh, having the sub in there for a little bit when Chubb was missing those games, uh, Chubb bounced right back, man, and he he finished in the top ten, and I believe he's gonna. Heck, he could easily get in the top five, possibly. I mean, yeah, I, I, I believe guy. it. But yeah, like you said, with Hunt, Hunt is. I think Hunt deserves. I mean, I think he's a number one. He's a, he's a running back one on, on some in a different team. I mean, he's can got you that imagine? Talent. Can you imagine if he didn't end up kind of kicking that girl and got released from the Chiefs? <laughs> that is insane. Like the Chiefs would be just. Oh my goodness! Like they, there there would be no way anybody could stop them if, if Hunt was still on that team. That's insane. I know it. It's wild. Okay, so that's number. That's not my. That's my number seven. Who do you got number eight? Oh, you're gonna like this guy, and you honestly might have your number eight as this too. Um, he's from a little town, or he's not from a little town, but he's playing in a little town in Indiana. Yeah, uh, Mr. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, we're, we're same spot there. I have him number eight as well. Um. He's only 22. He was born in 1999. It just is like blowing my mind. Makes me feel super old. Makes you feel even older. Um, and in 16 games, he had 11 touchdowns. And really what most ha- mostly happened was like towards the end of the season, he started finding his, finding his rhythm, his footing. He started making things, you know, happen. And especially like, was it, it was last year that Andrew Luck retired or was that two years ago? Two years ago. Because they had Philip Rivers. Yeah, they had Philip Rivers. And Brissette. Brissette was. Brissette, yeah. Okay. Took over after your luck, yeah. I think with Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers is a very experienced and great football mind. I think that that was crucial to Jonathan Taylor's development. Like, now, granted, he's not like the best athlete and he's gotten old. And, you know, there's that decline that generally happens with QBs, unless you're Tom Brady. Um, But I think that really helped him throughout the year. and, And he started getting his getting it together and, and, and making things happen. And I think that he's going to have a good year this year. They've got a great line. I think Carson Wentz is going to surprise some people. Um, if they can get themselves like a, a stud wide receiver, the Colts, you better watch out for the Colts. Yeah. Which I, you know, I think there's some in the making uh, for the Colts there. You got some young wide receivers. Um, Paris Campbell. Other, yeah. Campbell, uh, Pittman, uh, those guys yeah, that Pittman. could, could especially with Pittman, I think he can step up his year year and and blow by uh, T. Y. Hilton to be the number one wide receiver. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be tough because T. Y. Hilton fell off hard. I Absolutely. think it hurt him. It hurt him more than anybody when Andrew Luck retired. He was yeah. just heartbroken. He was crying. He sent me a letter written in cursive with teardrops mm-hmm. all over mm-hmm. it, talking about mm-hmm. how he just wants him back and he would give anything to have him back. And right. that happens. It happens, man. Um, but with with that being said, the reason why I had uh, Johnson Taylor number eight, but the reason why I pushed him back a little bit, uh, again, because, you know, lots, lots of other experts have him, you know, heck, five, six, seven. But the reason why I had him number eight is you got to think about the other guys that they have there in Indy. Um, with Marlon Mack. Last year, uh, he you know he fell down after after week one. If if you if you remember TC Marlon Mack was the starter before Jonathan Taylor. Now, granted, Jonathan Taylor was, he was a rookie. Um, it was before that he emerged at the end of the season last year. Uh, Marlon Mack is, is, is still there, and I think that he I mean he he's still a very good running back. I believe I think he's a good running back. Uh, probably a, a better backup than anyone. Uh, I mean, he's still young, 25 years old, but I still think that they will throw him in there. Uh, and then don't forget about Naheem Hines, a receiving back uh, that might take away some, you know, extra, you know, attention there. For, yeah, Hines for had some really good games last year. He did. He filled he, in. He, he definitely stepped up after Marlon Mack went Yeah, out. I think a lot of these people putting JT above – uh, a they're they're real hopeful now. I think that that happens a lot with these running back ratings, especially with year two backs who showed promise in the previous year towards the end of the year. They're they're really hyping them up. 
because they want him to be that good, but also they, 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 I don't know, like it's a running back. It's a young running back. If you have keeper leagues, most people have keeper or in keeper leagues, you want someone who's a, a young running back that you can keep for years to come. And I think mm-hmm. the JT is one of those players, but like you said, he's got competition and they're going to spread the ball around because we know that they are very, three very capable players in that position. Right. Right. I mean, heck, I mean, again, Jonathan Taylor, very, very, I, I w- really wish he proves me wrong and finish in the top five because of course he's on my favorite team. Um, I love, you know, I love watching. I mean, he's very good running back, but again, with, with the other guys there, that's why I pushed him back to number eight. Yeah. Um, he's, he's good. He's good though. Like he's not like one to have inconsistency issues. Like since he started playing better, he just like gradually got better and he stayed consistent. And that is what, that is a key, a key word when you're looking at the development of running backs or any player, really any player yeah, in that tier, I mean, you need I just, consistency. I, I simply think it, it will limit his, uh, Taylor's ceiling a little bit with those yeah, guys definitely. being in there. And we won't see Jonathan Taylor's high ceiling like we like we expect. All right, number nine, who do you got? I have Mr. Aaron Jones as my number nine. Oh. And I think he's a capable player. TC, I got got him. I got him number nine as well. Ooh, look at us, two for Mm. two on the eight and nine spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like Aaron Jones. Um, he he kind of has like this underrated um, feeling to me, where even though we we've seen him proven himself, um, there then there also are these questions surrounding the quarterback issue. There is drama in Green Bay. Most of that drama is around Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to give Aaron Rodgers some credit for how well Aaron Jones has been playing. Now, granted, it's not just Aaron Rodgers, but when you have a quarterback like that, it definitely spreads to the rest of the team, and that's a view that I have that I'll always hold on to. But I like Aaron Jones. He's he's pretty consistent. He's not um, – he he just got better each year. Now, he did have regression from 2019, that, uh, that 19 total touchdown year that he had to he had 11 in 2020 um so that definitely regression but it, it wasn't for like a lack of yardage because he had more rushing yards just a, maybe 120 less receiving um right. so if we, he can get himself into the end zone his adp goes up um but i like him he's a good player on a good team uh he's established he's in year five um and we'll see what we'll see what happens i, I know he's definitely a top 10 but he's not like the game changer type that that puts him in the top six right he's he's top 10 for sure now last year it's kind of weird looking back me not having him in in the top 10 but this year he definitely deserves it um he finished fourth last year um he definitely deserves to be in the top 10 that's why we have we have him both number nine i think he'll do i think he'll do well uh number 10 pc what do you got I have the uh, the big Nick Chubb is my number 10. And then the reason okay. I have him 10, we kind of talked about this earlier, is because of those splits with Kareem Hunt. And like you said, he finished number nine last year, and Kareem Hunt was number 10. So, like, that's – it still blows my mind, like, bringing it back to that, like, to have two running backs in the top 10. But I think that he's, he, he was injured last year. If he's healthy all this year, there's no way that he's not top 10. Okay, so you pushed Nick Chubb all the way to ten. Yes, I did. It's, yeah, that's. I mean, it's not too far. Obviously, he's in the top ten. I have your man Antonio Gibson. Woo! Woo! Yeah, what are you see, trying to do to me right now, Mister Love? You're with, giving me with hope, him, man. It, it, you you got to think of it like like this. This guy, he finished twelfth last year as a rookie. Um, a, a guy that stepped up on an offense. Uh, he was drafted in the third round last year, and heck, as a rookie, he had 795 uh, rushing ta- I mean, uh, rushing yards, and with 11 touchdowns, I think yeah. this year uh, he will take the step forward um, and be even better than he was last year. Um, and now he's got now he's got uh, the the great beard uh, leading the way as a quarterback, Fitzpatrick. I think Gibson will have over a thousand yards. I mean, like eleven hundred is my guess, 
And I think he'll have more touchdowns than he did last year. I think he'll definitely yeah, take that step forward. What's crazy to me is that he had no receiving touchdowns last year. He was targeted yeah. 44 times. He only had 170 rushing attempts. And, and you not, know, that, not, that, that has something to do with J.D. McKissick. I think McKissick yes, was that, was that get into that. back. And he's still there. Yeah, McKissick um, will take touches away, but I think that the that Ron Rivera it knows that the offense is going to need Antonio Gibson as their their centerpiece running back, and and he was a wide receiver before, so we know mm-hmm. he's got the, that capability. And I think with the short season last COVID, it was rough for running backs. Like it took them a while to get their wheels going. Now he's got a full off season under his belt. He's he's he was dealing with that turf toe issue at the end of the season, but I think he's got he's getting that rehabbed and they're also making sure that it's staying strong, that he's staying strong and healthy and doing the right things to keep his body uh, in peak performance. And like, you know, like I I really like that as your number 10. He's tech. He's actually my number 11. And the only reason he's there is because there are other players with either better situations or I just have a little bit more faith um, in, in the people who have proven themselves in, in previous years. Right, yeah. He's right on the cusp for me of top ten. And I, 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 I love you. the guy. That's why I'm keeping him as my keeper. It was like a no-brainer. It was, there was a few thoughts. It was between like him and Keenan Allen. And then there, there's no way that I'm not keeping this young running back on, on this up-and-coming Washington football team. Yeah, I think you got to keep him uh, for sure. Uh, again, uh, I think he'll take that step forward. So I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna ask you where he he lied on your list, and that makes sense. He's right there. Um, I actually going right into the breakouts. I have him being one of my breakout guys. Yeah, uh, I, he's, I think he's he definitely one of my easily, breakout guys. He could easily get in even higher than ten. Um, and have and I got have a, three breakout guys? Oh boy, actually. here's the other one. Gibson um, being one of them, right? Yeah, Gibson's my first one, um, and that's just because he's just on the outside of that top ten. Then I have Cam Akers. I think Cam Akers mm-hmm. really showed some potential last year. I think this this moving forward this year, he's gonna he, he's gonna do very well. Um, and there are a lot of um, a lot of fantasy football rankings that have Akers ahead of uh, Antonio Gibson, but I think that is because of the situation with um, uh, the depth. And, you know, with J.D. McKissick taking around, there's really nobody on the Rams that can take that job from Cam Akers. Uh, who was it? Who, who, who is I, it? Let's hear it. What's Darryl his name? Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson. Man. He, I mean, he, he's not better than Cam Akers, but I, I believe that he will take some reps from Akers. That's some, why. Yeah. But I, I Cam Akers think... is going to prove himself to be the number one. So Henderson's you know, going to be like just I an extra guy. I don't know. I don't know. If you, if you watched Sarah Henderson last year, he was definitely a speedy guy as well. He's a speedy uh, guy. Explosive. He's speedy. I, I, I think, I think if, if Akers, you know, has a couple bad games, they're going to give Anderson more looks. And I think that's, you know, heck, I mean, Cam Akers, yeah, we had, I, I still believe he'll have a good year, but. That's why I had him outside my top ten. If if he um, has a couple bad games, they're going to look to Henderson to help out. But I don't think that it's going to be an inconsistency issue to the point where they're like, "Well, I guess you're not good enough. We got to put somebody else in your position." I think that they're going to. I think that uh, McVeigh is going to trust him to to do what he is paid to do, and I think that that he'll have a decent year. Um, and then this one, um, this one might surprise you. This one's kind of a reach. This is my reach breakout. Um, DeAndre Swift. Okay. Okay. I think he's going to have a good uh, – Yeah, I mean, he, he his just ADP is kind of low. It's in the high teens. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm looking at that, and I, I, I think – Honestly, I think he's being undervalued right now. Um, and, and last year they – He had what? Well, he only had 500 yards. We had eight touchdowns and two receiving touchdowns. So we know that he can get in the end zone, um, but the, the the only problem is is that he's on the Lions, and the yeah. Lions just yeah know, that is uh, again the reason why I had him falling um, back 
I think I had a number 18th on my on my rankings, mainly the fact, like you said, you don't really want anybody on the Lions right now. Um, it's no, not you don't. pretty in Detroit. Um, but heck, I mean, but he, he, he is, yeah, a young uh, running back that, that, that could do well. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be, he'll be a centerpiece for that offense because they got nothing else. So you can almost count on volume just because they need to use him. Um, and, and if he can get into the end zone, that's going to be great. So I think, I think he could be a league winner kind of pick where, where if he plays like a true number one, it, because of how low his ADP is, he can get you farther into the end of the, you know, into the off season, not off season, but into the postseason. So it's someone to look mm-hmm. out for. Right. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, my, one of my other breakouts that I have is a rookie TC. He's a rookie. Um, and we'll talk about rookies here in a little bit, but I got Harris from Pittsburgh. A G Harris is it a G. I think it's an a G. I, I, I think so. I'm not Harris. quite certain. I need to hear them say it a few times. Before yeah, well, and for certain. heck. Harris from the Steelers, Alabama, drafting the first round uh, of this year's draft, 24th overall. From Alabama, uh, I mean, he, he's a big boy, 6'2". Um, and, and, the you know, heck, with <laughs> with with these guys, I, I think I think he – last year we had three rookies in the top – I'm sorry, two rookies in the top 10, three in the top 12. Um, Taylor, James Robinson, and Gibson that we mentioned earlier. Those three um, rookies did very well. And I think Harris could be a breakout guy right off the bat and, and get over 1,000 yards and shock some people. I think he's in a good offense, and I think he will do well behind Big Ben. Yeah, I think, um, you know, looking at some info, information on him, um, the strength of schedule, they've got the, the Steelers have the fifth easiest schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Something that I'm questioning, these are the big old question marks that are here, is is that offensive line good enough to right. help him get there? And I'm also worried about Big Ben. Now, he doesn't have the arm strength, and he still is a, he's a great game manager. He doesn't turn the ball over, which could be good because it could be this, these short throws, these underneath throws, um, these dumps to, to Harris, which, you know, and like you said, he's a big boy. He's, he's, a, he's a good back. He's strong he, he's come from a lot of adversity growing up so I think that he's got this this hunger to him that he wants the ball and he wants to prove to himself that he can be great and that's something that you should look out for um, the story behind a running back it can point towards their mentality and I think this guy has a very resilient and strong mentality uh, to go with the physical gifts that he has so I think that you are right to say watch out for this rookie oh yeah yeah I think he's going to be drafted number one in our in our in our league, um, I think yeah, it's Scott's basically confirmed. It's basically confirmed. Scott said he's got two young running backs now, and that definitely means that he's drafted a running back. Yeah, one he, overall. He, I think he's going to pick Harris. It would probably be Harris versus Acres, but I think he he will pick. You think Acres is going to be? Uh, you don't think Q is going to keep Acres? I mean, I think he. I mean, I don't really know. I mean, you think he, he'll pick Acres over Sanders? Because that's who Sanders isn't even. Sanders isn't even into my freaking radar when it comes I know, to top ten and, and, and TC man. I mean, uh, uh, Q man. Yeah, I know, and and that would be just a bonehead move to put your loyalties ahead of actual smart intellectual thought. <laughs> he should. Keep I, I think over he's gonna. Sanders. I think he's gonna keep Acres over Sanders. I think this is all a smokescreen. I think he likes that we all think that he's gonna go with Sanders because of his loyalty issues. Not issues. I don't think that's an issue because, you know, with the whole Mike Evans thing, he was very loyal to him. Um, but I think that now that Mike Evans is gonna, not going to be his keeper, like the, that loyalty question that and, – and Q knows if he wants to have a chance to get to the championship to play for that belt again, he's going to need his best players. And Miles Sanders is not better – and not in a better situation to me or a better back at the well, moment and, to me than and, Cam Akers. And that leads to our next – category to, to talk about tc the duds i had miles sanders being a dud um uh, i can i can see and agree with you know, that i mm-hmm. with uh, of course jalen hurts that will change the flow and the swag a little bit offensively and we talked about that a little bit but he's a running qb himself he though. is like, he, he is that's and, the issue 
Right. And I think, uh, you know, heck with, with the Eagles, they, they have Boston Scott, they have Gary Johnson. I think they got Jordan Howard back. Of course, those guys might not, some of those guys might not end up on the team when the season starts. But I mean, I think, uh, Miles Sanders won't, I mean, he, he definitely, I don't think is keeper category. Um, but we, you know, heck, I mean, again, with, with Q's brain, He's all about loyalty, man. Yeah, but Q likes to be like a, a he likes to be a little bit of an underdog. He likes to be um to to have this one up where he thinks or he knows that we think of him one way, but he's like, oh, I'm I'm letting them think this so that I can do this other thing, just so I can like boom bust it on him. Now, he he really loves Lamar Jackson because of Lamar Jackson's running abilities. He loves Jalen Hurts, and he says that Jalen Hurts and I think Jalen Rager, who who's the other Devonte Smith? You know they've got Smith. great receivers. They've got mm-hmm. great receivers that Hurts is going to be targeting. But I don't think that Hurts is going to be handing the ball off too much. Or if he is, it's not going to be like uh, the typical traditional quarterback role of what ru- your running back will be for you. I don't think that that is it. Now, I think there are too many question marks and inconsistencies to to say safely that Sanders is a keeper. Mm-hmm. Like just not. And I mean, I would honestly keep Mike Evans over at Miles Sanders, <laughs> even though he's a running back. And even though he's technically the number one running back, I just, there are too many question marks around that Eagles team for me to put my faith into having um, this, this, uh, this guy, this, what, what's he in his third year now, Miles Sanders? Yep. Third year. Yeah, and he and and let me look, let me let me bring him up real quick so I can look, but it I just mean, doesn't seem from what I've seen like he is. I mean, he, he missed four games last year, um, due to an injury, I believe. But yeah, I mean, he he didn't. Uh, if he doesn't take a step forward this year, I think it could be bye bye time, Sanders. Yeah, I mean, he showed he he showed that he got better. He had le- he had more yards on less attempts and a better yard per carry. Um, more touchdowns, more fumbles. Um, he had less receptions. He uh, he only pulled in 28 receptions on 52 targets. Now that mm-hmm. probably had to deal with the whole controversy surrounding the Eagles in in, in general. But um, I'm I'm just not inspired here by him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think I think you're right on the duds. Now my dud. Let me tell you who my dud is. Who is it? It's Mr. Ceh Clyde Edwards Elaire. Oh I, no! I, I, I don't, um, you know, and this is partly I wanted to like get in a shot at Skin just to let him know that he's got a bum player because I think it's fun. You've always been a Clyde hater, though. You've yeah, always but, hated him for some reason because and... he's not that good. Because everybody thinks he's <laughs> better than he is, and he's just not. Like, listen, he not. had two games over 100 yards. He didn't have another game more than 79 yards. That was the first game, which he was just playing off this this high, where they also drew up plays specifically for him. But he could not get into the end zone; he just couldn't do it. <laughs> and 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 that just shows to me that once he got stuffed that many times, that his mental state is is kind of shaky right now. Well, of course he's on a running; he's a, he's the running back, the number one running back on a Super Bowl caliber team. Um, playing under the best QB that we've seen in a long time, or at least tied for top three ever because of Patrick Mahomes' ability. But we just need to see longevity there before we actually solidify him there. But I just think that there is so much going on on that offense that he is not going to be like a centerpiece. I'm not going to say he's going to be disregarded either, but I don't think he is going to be given the ball like what we want a number one running back to have the ball that's going to be your keeper. Um, I don't think – I think he's going to get nervous because he's not doing – to do. Thinks he has to be better than he is, and his mental state's going to start crumbling. He's going to lose confidence, and he's going to just kind of fall to the wayside. Mm. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's wild if you see other rankings. Clyde is like, you know, like high. Like nineteen twenty, um, it's it, it's wild to me that you see that, and it, I don't know if it is due to the fact that he he's on a heavy offensive team, 
Um, but I think Clyde will get more uh, attempts on the ground this year. I mean, he, he only had 181, and that was like 17th in the league when it comes to attempts. I think they get more, him more involved and see what they have at this second-year guy um, and see if it's something that, you know, they can flow with. Um, you know, for years going on, or yeah, something that, I hey, think they will move on. Um, so I think he will get more tension this year, um, through the air and also on the ground. And I think his numbers will uh, incline a little bit. I think the rankings are a little bit harsh. I think he's better than the top twenty. Uh, we will see. Well, I I think they are going to get him involved early, but I think that he's going to have instances where he doesn't produce what the Chiefs know he should produce, and that's going to mess with his, his mental state, and that's going to cause him to lose confidence, and that's going to cause him to cough up some footballs and fumble it. Let me let me ask you this, TC, and then we'll move on. If you had to choose between one of these guys, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or Josh Jacobs this upcoming season, who would it be? Come on, bro. That's like choosing, choosing between poop and stink. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I I think got a pick. Now they're very similar in rankings. Uh, yeah, you know, lots of them. I mean, heck, of course, I have I have Josh a little higher than Clyde. I mean, you got but, some loyalties. You have to put them up yeah, there. I got some loyalties there. Um, but yeah, who, who do you think though? They are so close to even. And now the the issue that I think that. With, with Josh Jacobs now is that they have they brought in another running back. Um, I don't know how much that will take from him because well, here, no, here's aware. the thing Josh Jacobs has never been, I mean, especially the last two years he's been in the NFL, he's never been a receiving back. And I think them adding Drake, Drake's a receiving back. So I think, you know, of course, you know, they'll throw Drake, Drake in there, you know, if they want to get, you know, in the air a little bit more, you know, attack the defense in the air. I think they'll throw him in there more. Um, but I on the ground, I don't think it will pay do much of an impact for Josh Jacobs, especially in the end zone. Yeah, he he definitely is an end zone machine. And, and if, if that offense can, um, you know, get rolling and make things happen, then I can see him getting a lot of uh, touchdowns in, in the red zone. Um, I think – I think I would go with Josh Jacobs because of that red zone factor. Uh, I think it's hard to overlook the red zone factor because, as we we were talking about, uh, Edwards Elaire had a, a tough time getting into the end zone from um, inside the twenty. Um, he got stuffed a lot. He's not a big dude. He's five five seven, two hundred pounds. Um, Who Josh Jacobs? No, uh, Edwards Elaire is. Oh, uh, Jacobs is 5'10", 220, so he's a little bit bigger. I think he's got more power. Um, also, his first year was um, – he had over 1,000 yards his first year. He had two – he's had two consecutive 1,000-yard years. I'm going to go with Jacobs over Edward Zilaire in this situation. I, You know, I think so. I mean, I think – again, uh, Josh Jacobs could easily be a dud in some other, you know, other teams' rankings, but I think uh, – I think he will – I mean, they're really downgrading. Lots of people are downgrading Josh Jacobs due to the fact that they added Drake. Um, I, I think it, it, it does that doesn't help him, but I think he will – he's still he's still 23 years old. He's still yeah. an animal, and there's a reason why I, I requested him and, and, and uh, got him on my team because I think he, he will be a flex guy for me, and he'll be one of the best flex players in, in the league oh i can agree with that i think he'll be a fantastic rb3 for your team yeah. um he had 12 touchdowns last year 12 uh, yeah seven the year before so and he, you know his it got better um i Heck, think that I, we know i think he could have got i think he could have had more than 12 touchdowns i remember yeah, multiple I, I games it. where he was in the end zone and jake crying and screaming like a baby because they didn't give you know josh the ball or something he, he didn't get in there, but heck, I think he could have easily got more. Yeah, I, I, I think I like Josh Jacobs better than Edward Zilaire. Um, A lot of the situation around him, but I just think that if if Edward Zilaire can prove that he's mentally resilient and after he makes a stake, comes back and he's hungry and he wants the ball and he wants to, to make up for that, then I can, and I can see that change, I will put him higher. But I'm not quite certain that he has that mental strength yet. 
So is that your last dud, Clyde? Yeah, Clyde. Clyde's okay, my. So... I mean, I, I I might have some more duds, but he's just the one I wanted to focus on. Yeah. So real quick, and then we'll end it. Um, rookies. Any rookies? Uh, I know we talked about uh, Harris a little bit, but any rookies? Any of them yeah, intriguing I, uh... to the eye? Now, last year, of course, we didn't even talk about James Robinson. He came out of blue. Um, right. And he, how do you talk well. about that? How do you know about uh, exactly. an undrafted an player? Undrafted, yeah. So any any other rookies uh, intriguing to the eye? Well, it's tough because of the situation. Um, so your 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 next best your RB your rookie RB two is Travis Etienne. Etienne, um, yeah. But, yeah. But he's playing. Um, they, they did say that they're carving out more of a receiver type role for him, and I think that that's what we are starting to see. In the NFL, we have uh, your your grounded pound back, and then you have your your uh, your receiving back. And I think that that Etienne's going to be that receiving attack. Um, somebody that I'm I haven't done a lot of research on, and I need to more. But Javante Williams, I've I've just mm-hmm. been seeing his name crop up more and more. Um, he could be someone to look out for. Well, there's um, a thing have... there. I mean, you you still have Melvin Gordon there in Denver, yeah. which they paid a lot of money. And Melvin yeah. Gordon did pretty decent last year too. He he finished thirteenth last year. I had him being one the uh, being a dud, uh, and he finished thirteenth. Uh, not a bad year, of course. They they got rid of uh, Philip Lindsay, um, so he's no longer there. But again, they drafted a rookie that you mentioned, Javante Williams, uh, from North Carolina. Now, if if Melvin Gordon can't hold on to the ball because he's been having butterfingers, he had four fumbles. Um, in 2020, he had three fumbles in 2019. Uh, if he can't hold on to the ball and Javante Williams proves to be, you know, a, a caliber back, then I can see him just like skyrocketing up, uh, up, just up the running back list right there. Uh, so and, I think that's someone we got to watch out for. Right. And another guy I'll mention, of course, we'll talk about, you know, go more in depth with these guys in our rookie episode, but. Um, and again, he's on a crappy, crappy thing. I understand that, but he, he doesn't have the starting role yet, but he might, you know, mid season towards the end is uh, Michael Carter at New York. Um, a rookie that was drafted late. Another guy from North Carolina. He, he, he got drafted in the fourth round. I've, I'm hearing his name, uh, spark up there a little bit. I actually watched, uh, some highlights on him. I like, you know, I like the guy, but again, he's from New York. So it's not. Yeah, like, I mean, well, he, with he's close the Jets, York. the Jets have had a put a bad taste in our mouth the last few years. Um, but now I think that they're getting this. They're just getting this full revamp. They've got a really young team. Um, they they just they drafted Elijah Elijah Moore as well. They've got a uh, what's their QB? What's his name? Blah blah Zach blah, blah, blah. Zach Wilson. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I I don't know. We'll see some stuff. So I that's a good one to look out for too, Michael Carter. Yeah, and again, like we will uh, – Scotty will come in and we'll, we'll go through the, the rookies in, in each category, quarterbacks and running backs and all that fun stuff. So, TC, great episode today. You got any last words or comments for me? Mr. Ruff, no. I, um, we, we did – we covered a lot of ground here. Um, we did. The running backs – running back is, I think, the essential position for your fantasy football team. It is your anchor um draft running backs early and often um but don't reach too far for running backs either because you could reach for one of these rookies or one of those second year players and it could bite you in the bum and yeah. speaking of bum carlos edwards elair equals mm. bum oh boy oh boy there's so many other you know of course running backs we didn't go through or talk about gaskin montgomery dobbins Ooh. chris carson which you're a fan of joe mixon like those guys you know uh, of course, you know, James Robinson, but uh, I mean, so many other guys. I think this is a decent about. year. This is a it decent is. year for running backs, heck, which like, is like Fortnette, whew. James Connor, Ronald Jones. Yeah, and, and their Harris, ADP like, is low. <laughs> yeah, their ADP low. is quite low. So who's going to be a running back in, in, in Buffalo, Bills, Zach Moss, Devin Singletary. Zach Moss, or, yeah. Of course, we'll, we'll talk about more for, you know, the team – the, each team and who they're who they're going with, but there's so many decent, I think, uh, running backs are good options to to consider early on. 
Definitely. Um, I'm excited for this year. Like anytime we have these little, these podcasts, um, it just gets me pumped for what's about to come. And, um, I, I did a mock draft yesterday on the plane. Mm. Um, it's looking pretty decent. I'm going to do, I'm going to do a few more. Um, and I'm doing it with our, with our fantasy league. So I gave everybody the keepers who I think they'll keep. And I gave Q Cam Akers cause I think he's going to keep him. And mm -hmm. I, and I did eight rounds. Uh, maybe I'll go to 10 next time. Yeah. Be brave. Go to 10. <laughs> <laughs> all right tc thank you so much man enjoy your enjoy your time your, your thank you mr ruff um, i in will washington there and everybody else um um just represent i mean just you know so all in for july uh, in, in the great country that we live in it, it, it's a great one and uh tc again thanks so much man we'll bring you on take care here, mr ruff of course in another uh, T, uh, TC Thursday. Uh, you have listened to the Flawcast Network. Stay safe.